The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Billionaire Healthcare. Bringing the health secrets of the rich and famous to you. Your host is Ashley Black. We'll talk about what's really going on inside your body and what you can do to take control of your health and wellness. Now, here is your host, Ashley Black. Good Wednesday afternoon, you guys. Welcome to the fifth uh, segment this year in Billionaire Healthcare. Happy Wednesday afternoon. I just want to go ahead and start off by making sure that everyone knows how to get a hold of us. So let's start with that. If you want to listen to the live show, it's at voiceamerica.com and you just search for Billionaire Healthcare and you can listen to the live feed right now. We also have in our private group, Flash Blasters on Facebook. So if you're not in the group, request to get in the group because we're doing a live video feed to where we can see your questions. And you guys are out of control on this live feed. We're getting a comment every 10 seconds. Um, So I want to jump right in today. We have so much to talk about and the show always flies and I never feel like we have enough time to say anything. So let me just introduce our guest and co-host. For those of you who don't know Bart, Bart, I stole from the San Francisco 49ers. Give them 30 seconds of your background in case they don't know you. Um, I have 10 plus years of athletic training experience. I've worked in NCAA of the Big Ten and Big 12 conference and I've done a couple seasons in the NFL and uh, Ashley took me away way back in high school and started training me in fasciology and, and, and all that stuff. So. But he's really good at helping answer some of the rehabilitative questions. And then we have a total rock star on for the ho- whole show, which, Bob, from the very first show I ever did, I was like, I have to have Dr. Bob Rakowski as a guest. So we've known each other for a very long time. We have an interesting history. Um, before I introduce you, I'm going to tell the personal story. Um, Bob basically saved my life one time when both of my arms went numb by doing this hella good adjustment on my neck. Um, But I've used him over the years when I had sports medicine clinics and he has an amazing clinic here in Texas. Um, Bob, I've sent you some crazy cases like the NFL player who would fall asleep standing up. If you remember that one, you fixed him. I've had people that are like my cancer went away after Dr. Bob cleaned me up. So without further ado, I want to introduce my friend and also just again, a total rock star in the, I'm going to loosely call you medical because you are medical, you are life coach, you are uh, a nutritionist, you're just across the board this amazing person. And I can tell you from personal experience, he has a rhino in his lobby. And if you ask him how he's doing, he's going to say great with a capital G. So everybody, welcome Dr. Bob. And Dr. Bob, give us a little history about you because you as a person are pretty freaking outstanding. Wow. Well, that was an incredible introduction, so thank you for that. But uh, <laughs> you had so mentioned my, my, my total background. You know, my first degree is actually electrical engineering. 
Uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do when I was 18 years old, but I had a scholarship to go study engineering. And it was great in that it actually taught me how to think, and that's the goal. So engineering is problem solving. My passion was health and fitness and nutrition. So I later Dr. Bob, did you know that, that I went to school for engineering too? Did you know that I went you know to what? Auburn? I didn't know that. That's so funny. I um, didn't know that about you either. But hello, neurotransmitters and electrical engineering. And I did civil, which is more to the structural side. It's funny how those uh, that wasted education, we thought, has a way of working its way back around, eh? <laughs> well, I, I have no doubt that you are superior at solving problems, especially <laughs> as it relates to humans. So well done for that. But after, after that, I went got a degree in biology. I've actually got a degree in nursing. I've got a doctorate in chiropractic. I've got two postgraduates. Uh, one is in kinesiology and one is in nutrition. And so I've, I've had an extreme passion for health and fitness and applying it to humans. And, and the great news is I've done that in clinical practice for 23 years. And, and as you mentioned, I've had everything from some of the best athletes in the history of the planet to literally people that were sent home to die 20 plus years ago. And they're alive and well and taking zero medications and contributing positively to the planet and enjoying life. So it's been a fun journey. Oh, Bob, I literally have to take a moment. That like makes me want to cry because you know I had a near-death experience myself. And if you could see the people on our page every day, there's so many people that are being sent home, you know, hopeless. And so I want to breathe life into that. So thank you for sharing your background. Um, Tell them quickly why so many degrees. Because I think it's important to say it's hard what we're doing, and we're all kind of in that same vein of let's just call it hybrid healthcare. Um, what are we? What are we trying to do? Because it's it's obvious that traditional institution education isn't quite getting us there. So why did you go to get so many degrees? Like, what were you finding that you couldn't get in one place? I've just constantly been a seeker. And, and so when you look at the degree in biology, I really want to understand how the human body works. When you look at chiropractic, I had a fascination for structure and biomechanics. Uh, you look at nursing, I originally did that to try to expand some of the things I could do in clinical practice, but I also wanted to see what was happening in the medical system. And I saw a few things that were really awesome, but I saw a lot of things that really needed an overhaul. Um, I didn't mention acupuncture, but I'm also uh, certified in acupuncture, not a postgraduate certification, but I can do that within my license, and I've spent quite a bit of time studying and teaching that. Um, nutrition, one of the best quotes I ever heard about that is, it's not alternative medicine, it is the foundation of life. And, you know, the data now is that basically 99-plus percent of people walking around are malnourished because of how we've depleted the soil. Um, you know, and, and you just keep going on and on, kinesiology, postgraduate, just a fascination for human motion, which we share. And Absolutely. I wanted to find more and better ways to tune up bodies. And that's actually how we got connected. Uh, that's you're so right. And it's funny when you just said that about the depleted soul. You know, recently I've taken up surfing and I've been traveling to third world countries. And it's shocking to me just how different the taste is um, because the actual food is grown in different dirt. As compared well, to, say, China, where I was three weeks ago, and nothing, chicken didn't even taste like chicken. So that's an interesting subject that I didn't even plan on going down that trail. But I'm sure you have something to say about it. <laughs> well, even uh, our own government recognizes, and I'll give you a quote, it says, the rapid depletion of non-renewable mineral resources is creating a global health crisis. From animal studies, we know that sick animals just simply cannot reproduce 
and the data is somewhere between one in nine and one in ten women in the world are actually suffering infertility. So it's a it's a bad sign about what's going on, but it may be one of the ways that we nature will control the population growth and, and hopefully give the earth a chance to reset itself. Well, that's that's a whole nother show, which by the way, I would love to jump down that rabbit hole. But since I'm held to the time restrictions of one hour, I do want to get to what we all came here to talk about. And it's funny, you guys, I reached out to Dr. Bob and I said, what do you want to talk about? Um, and he said, stress management, um, neurotransmitters, nutrition, and then strategies. And I said, dope, let's do it. So Dr. Bob actually designed our show today. Um, and there's people asking about his last name. It's Rakowski, Dr. Rakowski. Um, and also, we will post the link to his actual clinic um, and make sure that everybody has that in the comments. So don't worry. Every guest that I have, I make sure that you can reach out to them later. So I want to jump in and talk about stress management. And I also just want to say that stress is just so huge. I mean, we are seeing it in every segment of the medical community that stress is a killer. I don't even think that we have to discuss that it's a killer, but there are a few statistics that you can read. 75% of adults are reported experiencing moderate to high levels of stress within the last month, and one out of 75 have had a panic attack. I mean, that's pretty serious. Dr. Bob, what are you seeing in your practice as far as the increase of stress and what is that contributing to to health-wise and trend-wise? Well, <laughs> certainly, I, I, I'm of the impression that stress is the biggest killer on the planet and it literally probably always has been. If you go back to uh, fossil records, they actually show that when they could find a, a skull that had ground teeth, that individual died an average of 15.4 years earlier than other people that, that didn't have ground teeth. Um, study out of the UK is actually calling stress, the modern day black plague, the number one cause of lost work time, even exceeding lost work time due to cardiovascular disease, cancer, uh, back pain, etc. So it is a worldwide phenomenon. And I, I think it can actually start with simple things like not getting a good night's sleep. Uh, it's estimated that prior to Thomas Edison, <laughs> one of those big ones, right? Prior to Edison, the average person got between eight and 10 hours a night of sleep. Uh, now the worldwide average is about 6.75 hours. And, you know, even though Edison did a, a nice service by creating the electric bulb, he's altered our body rhythms. And we know that that artificial light disrupts our natural melatonin rhythm, our natural sleep cycle. And as I tell my patients in very simple language. Well, and the pineal gland being, you know, closer to the surface and detecting that light and waking us up before we should be and not putting us to bed when we should be. I just think it's so interesting, the connection. But, we, you know, a lot of times I just talk about stuff as if everybody understands it. But at the end of the day, um, stress affects every system of the body from the brain to hormones, which those are kind of go hand in hand, to the fascia, to the muscles, to the bloods, to the nerves. And, and, and it all affects everything because I've become this sort of cellulite expert. But at the end of the day, cellulite is just another reflection of tissue gone bad, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, and what you, is you your soapbox about stress? What do you what do you focus on most with stress management? What system of the body um, do you jump into, or do you try to manage all of it with uh, you know different strategies? Do you attack the whole thing, or are you just looking at one specific thing? How do you go about it, Doctor Bob? 
well, I'm going to try to lower the stress. The simple lifestyle strategy is actually giving someone a, a good sleep rhythm. You know, mm-hmm. having them budget nine hours a night, getting quiet for an hour before they go to bed, make sure their room is real dark. You mentioned the pineal. Even a light from, from an alarm clock or TV can start messing with the melatonin rhythm, the pineal gland. So once we start reducing the overall stress, there's another interesting strategy. Uh, the, the pituitary gland actually drives the adrenal glands with stress. We actually know that melatonin, which, by the way, we have a lot more of that in our gut than we do in our brain, blocks the pituitary drive of stress. Yeah. So my two favorite strategies these days are really great sleep and then even melatonin throughout the day to buffer the stress response. There's other and things in like terms breathing of, uh, and meditation. Right. Okay. I was about to say, what is your distribution from melatonin? Because I was looking into meditation, which I think falls into the vein of what you just said in terms of like basically chilling out for an hour a night. And we found direct studies linking less shrinkage of the hippocampus, which, you know, kind of affects our memory, cognitive ability, even love. That's crazy, right? It is. When when you look (laughs) at the extreme studies, people that have the highest cortisol levels, stress hormones, will shrink that hippocampus. They'll be a lot more prone to Alzheimer's, a lot more prone to Parkinson's, a lot more prone to immune suppression, whether that creates a a cancer circumstance or other bad things in the body. So um, like you said, every system of the body, every tissue, every cell is negatively impacted by chronic distress. Um, the good news is there's new data and, and a phenomenal researcher with a great TED talk named Kelly McGonigal. She talks about the upside of stress. But if you can somehow perceive every stressor that's in your world as something that's moving you towards growth and embrace it, well, you that's can actually right. grow from the stressors. Well, and I think you and I probably fall into that category. I don't, I mean, both of us are parents. Both of us have busy practices. Both of us do lecturing. Both of us travel. You know, we have what I think is real stress, but you know, what you're talking about is taking those life experiences and turning them into, you know, growth and positivity, which is a lot of what I want to talk about when we get into neurotransmitters, which is coming up in the next segment. So nobody go anywhere. I know you guys are like, oh my gosh, I'm going to find love through my hippocampus by meditating tonight. So get off of your dating apps and chill out before you go to bed tonight. And we'll be right back with more on how to really do this from a science level. Everybody hang tight. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Billionaire Healthcare, brought to you by the amazing Fascia Blaster. We believe the body was designed to heal itself. Families were meant to care for one another and that the connective tissue fascia is vital to human health. We believe that society derailed and abandoned the natural trajectory and that itises, syndromes, cellulite, and other issues are preventable. There's just a better way. The inception of that better way starts with the fascia, and the first step is the fascia blaster. The fascia blaster restores the fascia by separating the adhesions at the surface that distort the skin and penetrating those layers that contort and misalign the body. Not to mention it ends cellulite because it simply doesn't exist. The Fascia Blaster turns back the hands of time and revitalizes you, young or aging, athletic or sedentary, men and women. The Fascia Blaster is for you. 
Treat yourself like a billionaire. Become a blaster today. Visit FashaBlaster.com. That's F-A-S-C-I-A Blaster.com. We are bombarded daily with information about beauty products and anti-aging treatments. Do you know how they have been tested? Are they truly going to make a change or just take the change out of your pocket? Tune in to Shelly's Show and Tell with host Shelly Hancock. We'll bring you the top-rated skincare products and treatments tested by Real Transformation Skincare Centers. We'll motivate you to make the best changes. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Billionaire Healthcare. To connect with our show today, please call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to bh at ashleyblackguru.com. Now, back to Billionaire Healthcare. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Billionaire Healthcare. This is such a great talk. Um, Just so you know, Dr. Bob, since you can't see the live feed, we're getting so many amazing questions. Uh, Veronica Barrington says, my cortisol levels are off the charts. Any suggestions? Dr. Bob's, what are your thoughts on pineal cyst and lack of sleep? Um, I was diagnosed with adrenal fatigue. So what this is showing me is I'm just flipping and scrolling through it, that this is issues for everyone. So don't worry, we are in the fourth segment going to give some real strategies. Dr. Bob already started talking about, you know, meditation and sleep patterns. Um, So let's get into the science of it. And I think this will help everybody to kind of understand it more at a global um, level. And then we can narrow that down to like, what can I do today? So Dr. Bob, just can you explain in non-doctor terms what neurotransmitters are? Yeah, they're, they're very simply just chemical messengers within your brain that allow your brain to tell your body what to do and really even to tell your environment or your environment to tell the brain what it needs to be aware of. It's just simple chemical messengers. I love that. And I've been reading, and I don't know if you've come across it. I know you are real into the research, but I've been reading from the Fascia Congress and other fascia papers that we're actually seeing not only are there neurotransmitters, but that the fascia communication, fascia system is a communicator with the brain as well. So I think if we lump all that together, then we get a sense of how does the body, you know, Uh, talk to the brain how does the brain talk to the body and then there's this whole other subject that we did on a different show that kind of incorporates energy are you are you in that vein kind of believing that it's um you know that we have an energy force we've got the fascia communication we've got the neurotransmitters we just happen to have way more research on neurotransmitters or are you like hardcore neurotransmitter guy no, you know, there's, so, there's a lot more that we don't understand than what we do, but certainly energy medicine is one of the most powerful things out there. And if we can learn to harness that, look out, you know, the world is our oyster. But when you start talking about the body, there's a great TED talk by a neurophysiologist named Daniel Wolpert. And he talks about the primary reason we have a brain is for complex human movements. So, so much of what our body does communicates back to our brain and and vice versa. It's the major part of what we are and who we are. And movement is one of the most nourishing, nourishing things we can do for our brain. 
Well, no doubt. So I was, you know, just kind of researching what we could talk about for the show and, you know, right immediately popping up on, you know, major news outlet. It says things that basically damage our neurotransmitters are number one, stress. Number two, poor diet, which is the third segment. Number three, neurotoxins. And by the way, that's just a fancy word for smoking and alcohol and crap that we put in our body. Uh, Genetics, prescription drugs, which is a huge hot point for me. I've really gone out of my way to try to get all the drugs they pumped in me to keep me alive out of my cells. And then, of course, caffeine and then, again, alcohol. So, Dr. Bob, I'm going to just let you jump in. I also want Bart to jump in because you said the key thing, uh, Dr. Bob, about exercise. Um, so, briefly, just kind of talk about what the you know these factors that impede, but let's get right to the solutions for people. Sure. So, first and foremost, stress actually puts our brain in a fight-or-flight mode. And it shuts off all the higher level processes like deep thinking. So, for instance, if people have ever experienced anything like test anxiety, their higher level process isn't working because of the stress that they're under. Um, you know, the number one rule in stress very simply is create a life that has lower stress. Do everything that you can right. I like to tell people to eat right, drink right, think right, move right, sleep right, poop right, talk right every day. But you already mentioned meditation. Well, and talk Literally, right. <laughs> Big right. You gotta know have what? That I love that. I love that. I, I remember asking you one time. I was picked up some bar at your uh, like a you know a balance bar of some sort. You know, not obviously not that brand. And I said, "Do you like these?" And you said, "If it's healthy, I like it." <laughs> and one of the things that I've been really trying to manage on my group, you can imagine having 25,000 women is just kind of the, the wasted energy to hate on something, you know? So that all goes in line with that thinking straight and choosing straight and like just keeping your brain online, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, you, you mentioned stress being the big thing. You mentioned the benefit of, of meditation. If you can just bring your focus into an inward peaceful place, Within moments, you can change your brain. You mentioned number two was poor diet, and I like to tell people the brain is the most nutrient-dependent, energy-dependent, stress-vulnerable, toxin-vulnerable system in the body. Toxins are, are the third thing you listen, but with a good diet, you can actually decrease the brain's perception of stress because your body will be less inflamed. It will be able to better make uh, more you- calming yeah, I was going to say, can you explain that at a scientific level, what actually happens? Because to me, it's like tight fascia, alcohol, you know, all these negative things, they, they actually impede the signal. Can you talk a little bit about what happens at the cellular level when they're impeded? Well, it's actually prioritized towards fight or flight. And, and when your body makes fight-or-flight chemicals, the only thing the brain and body are concerned with is our survival. So, for instance, your blood pressure is going to elevate. The heart rate is going to elevate. Breathing will increase. The blood will go out of the organs and, and to the muscles. And, and so anything that's not life-critical essentially is not prioritized or maybe what you're calling impeding. Um, when you mentioned alcohol, I, I think we need to be careful to call it alcohol in excess. Right. Because... You know, it, it, the, the data is pretty clear. People that drink a very little bit, that means one drink a day for a woman, two for a man, actually live longer than people that drink nothing, but people that drink the most die the earliest. So we can, we can create that same pattern even with exercise. You know, if you get the right amount of exercise, it'll benefit you. 
But overexercise is almost as bad as none at all. So we got to find that sweet spot in everything. I could not agree with you more. And I was just about to say one of the things that we see on the page is, you know, people call exercise one thing, you know, but what we know from a structural standpoint and what Bart knows from pro sports with overtraining, Bob, you know it from years of bodybuilding and working with bodybuilders. There is a sweet spot and like going crazy with exercise is not a good thing. And particularly if your body's out of alignment when you're doing it. So when we say, if if somebody's listening out there and they go, you know what, I want to switch my brain you know, neurotransmitters right now, what is a safe and middle of the road exercise that they could begin to incorporate today? It's going to be maybe different for everybody. Certainly it's going to be moderate intensity, but one of the things about exercise, it has to be something that you enjoy. You know, so if someone's doing something that they don't like and they think they're getting a health benefit, they may want to actually think twice because the stress of doing something they don't like may be problematic. So I like to encourage people, if they like to dance, dance. If they, if they want to play in the park and play with a Frisbee, that's great. Uh, if they do like the gym and they do like weights, then lift you know, with a moderate intensity, a certain number of sets, allow your body to recover, and certainly enjoy the process. Um, but moderation of activity for the vast majority of the day is something that is hard to beat. It's hard to get too much of moderate activity. But it's easy to get too much of sitting and easy to get too much of really the intense stuff. Now, Dr. Bob, you're, you're talking about uh, exercising, doing something you like. Is that also going to like the mindfulness, the mind-body connection as well? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, one of the greatest things that we can do and, and one of the things that we'll do consistently would be exercise that we like. You know, people want to say, well, I want to get in shape. I want to join a gym. And January 1, you know, most of the gyms are, are just packed. And then by the 15th, they're empty because it was a goal <laughs> that was noble, but it was tied to an activity that they didn't like. You know, if they would take uh, maybe ballroom dancing or, you know, in the last five years, I've shifted to mixed martial arts as, as my exercise of choice. When you enjoy something, you'll do something a lot more consistently. I also think that it's important to mention that that is scientific, that this has to do with what messages are being transmitted to the brain. Because I used to be a hardcore gym rat, and you know now I've, I've traded it for things outside. I've become a surfer, snowboarder. I train specifically for those events So it, and, and yoga. So it's not just like, oh, I'm doing something good and symmetrical and burning fat, but I'm actually in the moment loving what I'm doing and craving what I'm doing. And you're saying that that actually has a message to the brain that helps with everything from healing to de-stressing to regulating all of it, really. Yeah, an exercise that you enjoy literally is going to create happy, nourishing chemicals. Anything that you don't enjoy is going to create a distress signal. And we've already mentioned how you know, unfun that is for the entire body and every cell in it. Well, I think this is probably a huge aha moment for a lot of people because I, you know, I know people in my own family that I'm dragging out of the bed and making them get on the uh, treadmill, no name, Steve. Um, (laughs) But I also, it's interesting that you say this, Dr. Bob, because we're about to move into the nutrition segment. And I remember one time when I was working with Keith Klein, who I think you know through mutual friends, but he was telling me that with nutrition, it's the same way. Like if you're putting something in your mouth that doesn't feel tasty and you're telling yourself, 
yourself, oh my God, I hate to be on a diet, that it actually changes the chemicals in the brain and, and keeps you from being able to lose weight or lose weight as efficiently as you could. So we're going to talk about that in the next segment. I don't even want to jump on that train right now, but I feel, Bart, did you want to add anything about the exercise piece? Uh, just talk briefly on like how much exercise do we need to get in order to have an, an effect on the neurotransmitters and stress in general. We have one minute till break. Oh my gosh. You, yeah. Well, we got you, one you, minute, you Bob. With, <laughs> with burst exercise. I mean, a, a single bout of burst exercise can, can absolutely make a massive difference. You know, you take some of these sprinters, they run a hundred meters. They do that in less than 10 seconds. And they've dramatically changed the brain chemistry quick. So some of it's going to be related to intensity. Um, But when you start talking about moderate, the data is pretty clear, 10, 15, 20 minutes. And most people are going to create a nice calming signal to their central nervous system. Is that why you switched to martial arts? Because I know you used to be a little bit of a gym rat like me. You know, I I switched to martial arts after uh, just simply weightlifting injuries. You know, so I went to a safer sport like, uh, you know, full contact karate. So uh, that sounds um, perfect. Like, let's but, put that arm behind your back and see what that shoulder uh, surgery <laughs> can do. <laughs> well, you know what? I can't make fun of that because, you know, I've had a hip replacement, partial knee. I have a rod. I've had 22 surgeries and I decided to take up the most dangerous sport. So um, but you know what? It gives me joy. So I think we're all moving in that direction. Do something that you love. What a great point for the second segment of the show. Everybody stay with us. We're going to take a quick commercial break because I definitely want to give Dr. Bob. I have a blank page for my notes for nutrition because I know he's going to be all over it. He is the guru. All right. We'll be right back after this quick quick commercial break. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Billionaire Healthcare, brought to you by the amazing Fascia Blaster. We believe the body was designed to heal itself. Families were meant to care for one another and that the connective tissue fascia is vital to human health. We believe that society derailed and abandoned the natural trajectory and that itises, syndromes, cellulite, and other issues are preventable. There's just a better way. The inception of that better way starts with the fascia, and the first step is the fascia blaster. The fascia blaster restores the fascia by separating the adhesions at the surface that distort the skin and penetrating those layers that contort and misalign the body. Not to mention it ends cellulite because it simply doesn't exist. The fascia blaster turns back the hands of time and revitalizes you. Young or aging, athletic or sedentary, men and women, the fascia blaster is for you. Treat yourself like a billionaire. Become a blaster today. Visit fasciablaster.com. That's F-A-S-C-I-A blaster.com. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Billionaire Healthcare. To connect with our show today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to bh at ashleyblackguru.com. Now, back to Billionaire Healthcare. 
Welcome back, you guys. This is such a great show. We've had so many comments, and I'm super excited um, to have Dr. Bob Rakowski, who really is a true guru. I don't even want to just call you a doctor or chiropractor. You're not that. You, you're like a life strategist. And the one area where I definitely do not consider myself an expert in is nutrition. And, you know, I give people, you know, basic recommendations for eating clean we when when people are using the fascia blaster dr bob they have a lot of detoxification system uh, uh, symptoms just like you know when you get a lot of body work and so we talk a lot about eating clean but i just want you with your background because you've done the highest level pro athletes with me where you have done their supplements i know you've told them exactly what to eat before the games after the games all of that kind of stuff so can you dummy that down to the everyday girl you know our our audience is pretty much women few men from 25 to 55 is the the masses so can you just jump right in and just talk about the impact of nutrition on overall health and also can you touch on the beauty side because a lot of them have bought the product for beauty sure you know when you when you start looking at overall health uh, right now even in the United States it's suggested that malnutrition is the number one cause of death uh, in this country we have a different type of malnutrition we eat too much food that has no nutritional value, and, and so we gain weight and we're constantly hungry. So when you mentioned telling people to eat clean, that's a really good term. So uh, Jack But Lorraine, what does it mean? You guru, know what I mean? The, you know, yeah, people sure. throw around the word eat clean, so I want to define it, and every time somebody asks me, I'm going to say, listen to the show. Here, here's a good definition for you from Jack LaLanne. He said, if God made it, it's okay. If man made it, don't touch it. In fact, if man messed with it, whether he did some genetic modification, whether they used herbicides, insecticides, fungicides, if they processed it in any way, then that food is going to be altered and tainted. So um, we, we just want to eat food, as you mentioned, grown from nutrient-rich soil as much as possible. That would be organic. So how and do we, we find that in the U.S.? Because, you know, I, I don't know about the whole organic thing. Like, I don't trust our standards. Can we talk, do you mind what FDA has defined as, you know, quote, unquote, organic and whether that's really legit? Well, I believe it is now. You know, there was a time when it wasn't. And, and so if you're USDA certified organic, that means that the soil has been clean for at least three years, that it's been at least no direct pesticide, herbicide, or fungicide spraying, that doesn't mean that some water from another spot isn't going to wash over on it, and even rain is going to spill some of it on it. So I'm certainly of the mindset that there's absolutely no perfectly clean food anymore on planet Earth, but we still want to make the absolute best choices that we can. Uh, when you look, you know, we're at the top of the food chain and so we actually concentrate the nutrients. We don't live on dirt, air, and water, but we live on animals and plants that do. But we also concentrate the toxins. And so now, even the World Health Organization recognizes that toxicity is responsible for about one-fourth of all illness on the planet. So we actually do drink water. We drink teas. We eat high-water contact vegetables. And we drink food as good as we can to help keep our body as clean as we possibly can. Primary organs of detoxification are going to be the liver and the kidneys and the bowel and the skin and even the lungs. And if there's a deficit with any of those, then we need to address that so they work properly. And, you know, there's a lot of people, unfortunately, that have irregularity. You know, there's people that are profoundly constipated and they have to do whatever they can 
to make sure that this is a constant a subject on our Facebook is about you know, leaky gut and gut problems. But I also wanted, before we jump into that particular subject, as you're going through these systems of the body, talk about the impact of lack of nutrition or nutrition, however you want to spin it, on the fascia. Because some people are just now hearing a fascia for the very first time, which I know is super mind-blowing. But the the impact on that at maybe even a cellular level, I think people would be very interested in that. Well, quite simply, lack of nutrition is going to cause an inflammatory process. And that inflammatory process is going to cause scar tissue within the scar tissue. It also causes muscle splinting and lack of motion. And as there's lack of motion, the problem gets worse and worse. We also need nutrients to clear out toxins, even toxins that are generated within our own body. So as we become progressively intoxicated, again, the inflammatory process is going to increase. And that's really the biggest issue that people deal with when they have fascial challenges. So they get limited in their ability to move. They move less. That actually makes the problem worse. And then ultimately they realize, you know, maybe moving wrong one day that they've got a serious problem and they're looking for someone like you or I to help them out of it. But a lot of it can be related to malnutrition and toxicity. Yeah, I totally agree. To me, when I talk about fascia with everybody, I'm like, it's a cell like everything else. You know, the fact that the nerves and the blood and everything else are housed in it just means that it has a brush point with all of those things. So I think when anyone is talking about nutrition for the cell, that's a fascia issue. And if anybody's talking about cellulite, that's a fascia issue or a skin issue. It it all goes back to nutrition. You cannot separate that out, nor can you separate out our thought process, which is kind of what we talked about in the, you know, the first segment. So Dr. Bob, with probably about three minutes left, can you just give your ABCs of nutrition, you know, things that somebody could take and go implement right now? I know I talk quite a bit about eating, you know, every couple of hours and eating smaller portions and, you know, eating organic and eating um, things from the earth and all of that. But I would love for them to hear from the guru um, what exactly it is they need to be doing top, just top few things. So think everyday person. Sure. Well, we're going to start out with food. You've got to make really good, lean, clean food choices. There's a book called uh, In Defense of Food where the author says, eat food, not too much, mostly plants. So you've got to have nutrient-dense foods, high nutrition quality to eat less of it. After foods, there's a number of superfoods that I really, really like that just have a super higher level of nutrition. Some people may be familiar with like a kai berries or ganoderma or bee pollen or corella or spirulina. After that, I actually like medical foods because we do need to supplement. After that, a good multivitamin, uh, different levels of omega-3s. Probiotics, Talk about metafoods because in our world, metafoods is a common term, but I get asked all the time and I also have like MLM people that are, you know, marketing the latest protein or mineral or whatever. So just to cut through any BS, explain what a real metafood is. Yeah, well, we got medical foods and functional foods, but literally these are things that have been approved by the FDA to have a proven health benefit. And the four criteria they have to have is guaranteed potency, what it says on the labels on the label, guaranteed purity, proven effectiveness in human clinical trial, and every nutrient recognized as safe. So those are great things that help people to meet uh, the needs of a specific system. Sometimes they want to control inflammation, fix a leaky gut, 
help the body to detoxify, regulate blood sugar, balance hormones, et cetera. There's medical or functional foods for all of those circumstances. And let me just say this right now, um, my social media team, please, please put up the link to Dr. Bob Rakowski's practice because you you know I have treated people all over the planet. And one of the things that you do that I think is so incredible is you actually can do some of this by phone. I know you've sent, you know, boxes of these meta foods to people. So you guys, if you want to jump down the Dr. Rakowski trail on this, I am not the expert. That's why I don't comment on my page about these things, but we'll make sure that they can get in touch with you. How would it work if, if somebody wanted to have your type of analysis? Can you tell them what you do to test for nutrition and then what you would provide? Yeah, certainly if, if they do it in person, that's going to be best. But I literally take blood, saliva, and urine and look at 40 different parameters that have an impact on every single cell and function of the body. Uh, the term is actually bioterrain assessment. And I always show the patients a picture of a goldfish in a bowl. And the caption above it is, when the fish is sick, change the water. Reality is, medical testing are looking for pathology or disease and oftentimes that has to exist in the body for months or years before they find it. When we look at the environment that either creates health or disease, hopefully we can intercept the disease process and move them to health before anything serious happens. That's such a great point that by the time you're looking for pathologies, you're going to find them. Um, I know for me, too, I have an issue, and I don't know if this has changed, but, you know, particularly as we age, you know, Bob, you and I are about the same age. We, it's, it's like we're thrown into this category and said, oh, this level of whatever, iron, for instance, is within the parameters of normal. But it's like huge. It's like totally different than what's normal for a 20-year-old. So one of my soapbox things is if, if I'm being looked at, you know, at a cellular level, I want to have my blood, saliva, urine, and DNA matching somebody much younger than me. Can you speak a little bit to that or why well, we, we don't we do that? that it's the hands of time. <laughs> Well, we should. You know, reality is we should, right? So they've actually done studies, National Institutes of Health, where they put people on healthy programs, and they actually found that they can turn back their biologic clock. Uh, there's markers on the cells called telomeres, and, and you look at people, I think most of us probably know someone who's had a lifetime of good health habits, and at 60 or 70 years old, they can function as well as a typical 30-year-old in society. And unfortunately, we see the opposite. Someone 35, 40 years old who hasn't taken care of themselves, smokes, drinks, sits on the couch, and they get winded walking up and down the stairs. And, and who knows, they not, may not even be around for another decade, and maybe it won't even be a good decade if they're along that long. But the good news is we are dynamic. We can turn back aging with healthy choices. Well, and specifically to telomeres, you know, there's a lot of products that I people are trying to market to me about telomeres. So how do we sift through what really works and what really doesn't? Because I don't know if I buy into the fact that you can just reverse your telomeres without, you know, changing everything. Those are markers of literally everything going on in your body. So the big players that mess with telomeres are stress, toxins, malnutrition, and physical inactivity. So you've got to be able to address all those. If someone's saying, hey, I've got a, a product in and of itself that'll do it, you know, if you're, if, you're, if you're sitting on the couch, eating bad food, smoking and drinking and taking that product, your telomeres are going to suffer. So it sounds like exercise, nutrition, eating right is all the co- the the cure for a lot of issues that it's the cure for in the aging medical community. <laughs> Is that not right? Yeah. I mean, that's a fact. Uh, the the data is pretty clear in, in Victorian England, 
if, if someone got to be five years old, their average life expectancy was 80. And these are people that were still working 12 hours a day in the field at age 79.9. And that's published solid data from the Journal of Royal Society of Medicine. So what we've done with our modern environment is create a lot of conveniences at the expense of health and function. Oh, my God. I, I don't know what to say right now. I feel like we should play the trumpet and just, like, call it a show. That That is so powerful what you just said. And you, this is the stuff that I know you've been preaching nationally and internationally and me too. And it, it's unbelievable how many people don't buy into it. Why do you think that is? Why do you think it's so hard to push the needle not only on public perception but also just the medical industry in general? I'll give you a quote from a, a movie called Food Matters. They said, look, good nutrition, good health makes a lot of sense. It just doesn't make a lot of dollars. Oh. So in this country, we've got a, a, a trillion-dollar sickness industry, right? And so there's so much money, and even tax money that's being spent, and there's a reason why the drug companies spend well over $300,000 a year per congressman pushing their agenda. So we, we are the most drug nation in the history of the planet, depends on who you listen to, but the World Health Organization says that we represent the United States 4.4% of the world's population. But on a conservative estimate, we consume 52% of the world's drugs. Something's out of wow. balance there. Wow, super out of balance. It's interesting with me traveling all over the world. I was talking to a girl uh, from Singapore, and I asked her if uh, drugs were an issue there. And she was like, what are drugs? And I said, well, you know, like marijuana. And she's like, never heard of it. So this is definitely a U.S. problem, which is why I'm happy that my vast audience is U.S. Um, I'm being told we're going back to commercial break, so we're going to come back in the fourth segment. And just everybody be ready. Bart, get ready. He's been inside the computer this whole show (laughs) going through the research. Bob, you have the best research. I need to get with you on where you're finding these papers because that's some good stuff. But um, in the fourth segment, you guys, this is going to be the meat and potatoes. Um, Each Bart and myself and Dr. Bob are going to give you our top two things to add to your life and top two things to deplete from your life. So get ready and stay tuned. We'll be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Billionaire Healthcare, brought to you by the amazing Fascia Blaster. We believe the body was designed to heal itself. Families were meant to care for one another and that the connective tissue fascia is vital to human health. We believe that society derailed and abandoned the natural trajectory and that itises, syndromes, cellulite, and other issues are preventable. There's just a better way. The inception of that better way starts with the fascia, and the first step is the fascia blaster. The fascia blaster restores the fascia by separating the adhesions at the surface that distort the skin and penetrating those layers that contort and misalign the body. Not to mention, it ends cellulite because it simply doesn't exist. The fascia blaster turns back the hands of time and revitalizes you, young or aging, athletic or sedentary, men and women. The fascia blaster is for you. Treat yourself like a billionaire. Become a blaster today. Visit fasciablaster.com. That's F-A-S-C-I-A blaster.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Billionaire Healthcare. 
To connect with our show today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to bh at ashleyblackguru.com. Now, back to Billionaire Healthcare. It is a fiery Wednesday afternoon in the city of Friendswood, Texas. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the show. We have the amazing Dr. Bob Rakowski on the line. And I definitely want to make sure everybody gets their say. So, Dr. Bob, I'm going to save you to last and let you have the final word. But um, I, I had asked Bart, and I was thinking myself, like, in terms of just being a healthy person, what are the top two things to add to your life and what are the top two things to delete from your life? And I think some of our stuff <laughs> crosses over. But the first thing that I would um, say that uh, I would add to your life if you haven't is the fascia blaster. And the only reason I'm promoting the product is I, I throw in fascia blaster any kind of treatment. And what I'm saying is you can fascia blast, you can do massages, you can do acupuncture, you can do chiropractic, feel free, anybody jump in. Um, anything that is addressing the tissue. That is something you need to add to your life. And I can tell you that probably 90% of our users never had had a massage, never had addressed it, never even really stretched. So anything in that therapeutic vein, do it every day. That's the thing you need to add. And then the second thing I would add is what I call joy moments. And I was watching Oprah years and years ago, um, and she was talking with an author who wrote a book called Joy Rising. And joy moments are those out-of-control laughter moments, are those moments in your life where you feel like a kid. Um, and for me, I get that from very few things. You know, definitely the good conversations with people I know I love and trust. I get that when I'm surfing. I get it when I'm snowboarding. I get it. I got it last night when I jumped in the pool. It was like, oh, I'm emerged in water. So everyone is different as far as what gives them joy. But when I lecture and meet with women and meet with female entrepreneurs, which is kind of my passion, I find that some people are literally living without joy moments in their life. And that's insanity to me. You got to make a list of things that give you joy today and start doing them. Don't put it off. Don't wait. Don't do it after you finish your work. Do it right now. That's that's my two things to add. And my two things to delete, number one, is drama. I find that more people spend their energy trying to convince other people to be something different than who they are. And all that is is D-R-A-M-A. Okay? And I see you on my page. So get out of everybody else's business and direct that energy to yourself. And if somebody else has a problem, that's not your problem. Right? So (laughs) I do care about other people. Obviously, you guys see me on here caring about you. I'm not saying don't care about people. What I'm saying is don't allow other things in. And the other thing that I would say delete from your life is drugs. If you are taking any type of drug, just get off of it. Work your way off of it unless it's something that's literally keeping you alive. And always consult your doctor. But I'm a big person about trying to get people to more natural ways to manage their health than being stuck on the drugs. Okay, go, Bart. Um, I like to add on uh, things that I think are important to your life is number one is exercise. I mean, we've, we just talked to Dr. Bob about the benefits of exercise and stress. And uh, there's, I mean, the research is out there that exercise has the best impact on your body at the cellular level, mentally, physically. It just, there's just so many good benefits of exercise. And I know it's hard to do it every day for so long, but just 
just find it some part in your day to get exercise. The second thing I would add is some alone time for yourself, some some me time, 20 minutes of every day just to kind of reset your brain, turn the lights off, meditate, whatever you got to do, just kind of calm down and just let just reset the nervous system, let your body catch up to just everything that's in your daily life. Uh, and some, two things to get rid of. <laughs> uh, negativity. This is, I mean, there's way more negative people in this world than positive people. So surround your environment with positive people who promote you and treat you right um, and just get rid of the, the negativity. I also think, too, let me just add, no, it's not just you not being negative as the person. It's that when you hear, like somebody says, did you hear what someone says? Ah, stop. I don't yeah. even want to hear it. I don't want that negativity anywhere near yeah. me in my force field, my zone, whatever you yeah. call it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then just any, any stressors in your life, as eliminating stressors in your life is one of the first steps to living stress-free. If, <laughs> if that's your... If that's your kids that are bother- that are driving you up the wall, well, let's find something that gets them busy. Just something that will help you eliminate stressors in your life. That's my two things. I love it. And Bob, you yeah. got about three minutes, so give us your best. Sure. I, I would actually add a sleep routine. Get something where you actually have an electronic sunset, wind down in a nice, cool, dark room. Give your body plenty of time to relax and get a good, deep, nourishing night's sleep. We'd love people to fall asleep consistently, wake up refreshed without an alarm, and that's that's the vast minority of people uh, that I see. Um, and then I'd like to find in ways to add activity. So take the stairs wherever you go. Get rid of your chair at work if that's possible. You'll actually burn a whole lot more calories. You'll flex a lot more muscles by standing. Uh, and that's activity that can be really easy to, to build in. Um, get rid of get rid of TV. You know, you mentioned TV, uh, or you, I'm sorry, negativity. Wow. I mean, that's what we're seeing so much on TV. And literally, these airwaves are taking over the influence of our subconscious with all these mm-hmm. drug ads. You know, kids are saying, I don't know how many acts of violence by the time they're 18 years old and we become numb to it. It's just horrible. So I've actually gotten rid of TV over about three years ago, except for, you know, watching the Super Bowl or a couple of events. And you know what? I haven't missed anything uh, that's you know happened what? in that's the world so- that someone didn't tell me about. That's so awesome that you said that, Bob, because I moved into this house that literally had a TV in every single room. And I'm like, what am I going to do with these TVs? Because I don't watch it other than, like you said, when there's an event or something special or a documentary or something that I want to watch. And I think that that concept is like mind blowing to people. But I know Stephen doesn't watch TV. Are you? T- do you watch TV? Uh, I like the Netflix shows, but <laughs> <laughs> not like sit down on friend all day and watch TV. But no. do you have any statistics on that, uh, Dr. Bob? Because I would be willing to bet that probably 80 to 90% of people, that's they're either on the internet or on a show um, pretty much every night, but right before they go to bed, putting these messages oh, in. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's just multiple, multiple hours a day, and they actually compared television watching time versus income, and they're inversely related. The more TV, the less money you're going to make, which probably means the less good you do for the world. Uh, and then the last thing to get rid of is just simply processed foods. You know, if it's in yeah. a box or a package, guess what? We don't want it because it's been tainted in some way and it's not going to nourish our body and help balance the way we need to be balanced to get the optimal life we deserve. Do you have any final last quotes or words of wisdom for our group? Oh, I think a simple word of wisdom is just keep plugged into you. You know, you're one of those people that just keeps giving back to the world. You keep bringing in great content. You're dedicated. You're passionate. You've allied yourself with the right people. 
And I think that's the first thing they need to do. And, and second thing is find your passion. You know, get good purpose. Find something that you feel so strongly about that you're still in love with that it's worth becoming your best self, your healthiest self, so that you can enjoy the world and contribute to it at the same time. That's such great preaching. Dr. Bob, what's your, what's your life purpose? You know what? I like adding health, happiness, and prosperity literally to everybody I meet and interact with. Well, and that is why I like you, and I'm going to end with my favorite quote, which is to spend time. Now I messed it up. (laughs) I'm posting it right now. Um, Spend time with people who bring out the best in you and not the stress in you, which is kind of what the whole show has been about. So thank you, everybody, for joining um, us. And anybody that's joining the live feed, you can stay on for a brief post show. Dr. Rakowski, you never cease to amaze me. You are the bomb.com, and I can't wait to come see you soon. And thank you so much for being a part of my show and my life. Um, And we'll... Everybody, stay tuned next week, same time, same place. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in this week. Billionaire Healthcare with Ashley Black can be heard live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. This week, be the best you. 